Hello and welcome to the But Is It Gay podcast. We are Ariane and China. And together we watch way too much gay stuff. But sometimes we also need to ask the real question when someone tells us to watch something. The question that we should all ask, but is it gay? With this podcast, our goal is to answer that question for us and people like us. From obvious shows and movies to the not so obvious, we want you to create the best cue possible and watch everything that is gay. Our hope with this podcast is to create something where we can talk everything and nothing, whether you've seen it or not. We want you to feel like you're part of this. So, without further ado, let's begin. And we're back. We're back. Yay. What are we talking about this week? Oh, we're talking about something very, very special. And very special. Them. Also, yes, but also we're other we're gonna talk about other animated series yeah. as well. But we will focus on Shira mainly. Yeah. Because what a show god we'll talk about other shows later on i mean we'll do an episode on cora because that that yeah on avatar as a whole yeah but because what a what a time but shira do you want to talk about what shira is yeah so shira is a reboot i guess uh of when was the original shira uh Uh, in the 80s yeah an uh, 80s show um from 85 um and uh it is a reboot of that and it is it follows uh adora um who is a teenager who can transform into the the uh super-powered shira and then she leads a group of princesses in a rebellion against Hordak and his horde. Um, I love saying Hordak. <laughs> Hordak. <laughs> um, and it's funny because, like, I have never. I've watched He Man. I had mm-hmm. never heard of Shira until the show came out. Mm. And then someone was like, "Oh, by the way, it's a queer creator," and she was like, "I'm making this shit queer." And I was like, "You got yeah. me. You got me." <laughs> um, yeah, it is. I mean, I rewatched it. What? When? When did I rewatch it? Two, three weeks ago. Yeah. And I rewatched all five seasons in a week. God. <laughs> I did not stop. It was just on at all times on the subway when I got home. I couldn't stop. Also, it's easy to watch, right? It's uh, yeah. It, it's half hour episodes, but like still, it's very palatable. Mm-hmm. And like the cast yeah. of that show, the cast of that show. Oh my god! Like Jimmy Carrero, <laughs> AJ McCullough, uh, Karen uh, Fukuhara, uh, who plays Bo? Um, oh, um, 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 Marcus. Um, uh, how do I say his last name? Uh, Scribner. Yeah, from uh, Blackish. Then you have mm-hmm. Lauren Toussaint, Lauren Hash. Oh, a legend. You have Jordan Fisher, Sandra Ho. You have Daniel Day Kim at some point. <laughs> like it never stopped. Gina Davis is in it. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's so good. Like that cast. Every time I was like, "Holy fuck!" <laughs> but like you get a surprise. I feel like every episode. Mm-hmm. But like, um, yeah, it's it's good. It's, but I th- I think that like what made Shira so likable. Um, of outside of just you know, you know Adora Catra, uh, and and their relationship, but we'll just, talk about like, that. Yeah, because that <laughs> relationship. <laughs> but like, how all of these characters kind of interact with each other. Well, like everyone is a bit queer in that show. Like, yeah, there's never like uh, <coughs> like side character of like Spinnerella and Nitosa are queer both dad or queer um scorpia is queer coded as hell even like i mean she's in love with her with katra so i guess she's not even yeah. coded anymore <laughs> she starts coded and then um and it, that's a lot because of noel right like mm-hmm. she just wanted to make the most queer show ever yeah 
Yeah. And it's also, I love that, like, this this is a a fully, like, animated show. Mm -hmm. Um, And and it's it's for kids. Like, it's not for adults. Even though, like, the fan base was, like, largely adult up until, like, I want to say it started becoming, like, you could see the shift. In, oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably by, like, season three. Yeah. Um, but, like, that's that's also, like, one of the best parts is that, like, this wasn't, like, oh, this is an animated show for adults. It's, like, no, this is an animated show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's funny because we're watching season one to five. You can see that season one, like, the queer aspects of it are very coded like it's Mm -hmm. like we all know that Katra and Ador are like they have this antagonist relationship but it's also like so much of love inside of it but like it's not until season two where like they become very explicit with it and like you Mm -hmm. can see that they were wanted to see like the response to it but I mean like at the same time the fucking first last episode ends with like a rainbow yeah. <laughs> I, I remember reading this quote and I saved it when we decided to talk about it she said that uh, a network executive asked like what the rainbow meant in the season finale for season one mm-hmm. and Noelle replied the gay agenda <laughs> <laughs> I love her like that's so funny no I, I appreciate Noelle so much I for, know like how much she advocated for the show and, mm-hmm. and if anything fought for the show to you know be as gay as it is yeah um i mean without you even know. yeah you even look like at the amount of character like non-binary like double trouble is yeah. non-binary and then you have like transgender character that are never really acknowledged as transgender but it's just there mm-hmm. yeah and and it's just I, I I have appreciation for that because I mean it's it's an animated show. When you think of like when you think of like representation, you know you most for the most part you don't think, oh, this animated show is giving me that. But I think that when you look at like the Shiras and the Steven Universes, mm-hmm. um, the Owl Houses, um, I need to finish that. I never finished. Yes, it. <laughs> um, <laughs> you you find so much representation, mm-hmm. and these are like things that are like geared towards children. And it's know? funny, right? Because like all of that is led to Korra. Mm-hmm. Because before Legends of Korra queer television was not something like we like animated television was not like something we just associated with like yeah it's not like wasn't a thing but like it's insane when you think about it now Mm -hmm. and like and also the fact that it was uh what it, it was nominated for a daytime emmy it was right. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was not a very. I mean, I know it won a bunch of Glad awards. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was nominated for a daytime Emmy. Okay, so yeah, but it's just like I don't, I don't know. There's something so special about the show because, um, I mean, and of course we'll we'll get into other shows, but like to have a show like this talk about like, you know, actual like feelings um in in various different kind of relationships um for like and explain them in a way that like kids can understand um Mm -hmm. is so fucking cool to me because it's like i mean for us like back in the day we didn't have cartoons like this no you know we didn't have animation no um and i think that's why like shira has such a massive fan base Mm -hmm. um because like so much so much of what we saw wasn't like this mm-hmm. um there's I mean, hardly even, any, like you look at it, you know? look at steven universe like why do we all navigate towards it is because we didn't have that as kids yeah yeah and like and I then also it- like just shira in itself is it's it's a cool fucking show like it's it's a very cool show um i i love the art style Um, yeah the art is beautiful like this also like she was one of the few intro that i did not skip 
Never. Really? That song oh. was stuck in my head. When I was doing my rewatch, I was full on singing along. Listen, I I love Shira. Okay, let's 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 get this out of the way. If you couldn't tell already, I love Shira. Yeah. But if I have the option to skip really an intro theme the only way I'm i skip if, if i skip an intro like that i love it's because the last episode ended on a cliffhanger and i just mm. want to get to it um, yeah. otherwise i love watching intros especially good ones because i just find yeah. them so fascinating but yeah mm-hmm. you know what no i take that back i think the only show that i didn't skip the intro for was orange new black oh yeah but that that's a whole other different thing because I, I never skipped the, I never skipped the Game of Thrones one because it would tell you wh- who was in the episode. Mm. So I couldn't I would know like where we were in the world. Oh, true. Yeah. Yeah. I can I, I can see that. Um, but I definitely skipped every single time. Like, <laughs> every <laughs> single time. <laughs> look, look, look. The Shira theme wonderful fantastic so good but i'm trying to get to to the shit that be having me crying bawling tears mm-hmm. and that's it who was your favorite character in shira <sighs> um okay okay outside of catra probably glimmer love glimmer yeah how about you? Katra. Uh, <laughs> I, I can't even fair. say, like, outside of her, because, like, the yeah. Katra, I connected to so much. Like, the mm-hmm. abandonment issue, like, the support animal, the, like, the wanting to just be seen. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's so good. And, like, her relationship with Adora, like, I love Adora. I think Adora is so well-written yeah <laughs> because she could have been very like annoying mm-hmm. but then the way like she's written is so like interesting and where like they don't make her be like i want to save the world all the time she like doubts herself a lot mm-hmm. and then you have the whole thing where like she knows she shouldn't trust katra but it's katra like ugh, their relationship is just and the fact that their relationship is truly the center of the show like yeah. yeah, it's about saving the world, but it's also about Katra and Adora. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, because I mean, like they they were best friends, and mm-hmm. then you know grew up the, together, got yeah, like the... fucked up childhood together, and then you know Adora's allegiance kind of like causes friction there, and mm-hmm. you know there's that whole plot line of like betrayal and like even like i think probably like feeling like abandoned well it's up till season four that like yeah is like i'm not like they they, everyone knows they're in love but like they can't work together until after uh prime hordak comes Mm -hmm. that's where everything kind of like shifts it's yeah i love it i'm like it's it's such a great build up though. It's such a good build up. Like the tension in season five between them or four, I don't remember, was one of the best build up ever. Like up until the last episode, like they build it up and like you could tell these they they're in love from episode one, but the way yeah. they build it up and like there's even at one point like Catra is fully afraid and she does not want to confront Adora. But even mm-hmm. then, like, they tried to kill each other so many times. <laughs> <laughs> but they always stuck right before. Yeah, because th- those underlying feelings, mm-hmm. they're truly the, the, the epitome of... I also, re- I also <laughs> really love that, um, like... Everyone around them is fully aware of this, but these two idiots <laughs> refuse to even acknowledge, like, oh, you're in love with her. No, I'm not. But, like, ma'am, <laughs> yes, you are. Clear denial. It's I like, know. please, please, I need y'all to get it together. And they did. And they did. <laughs> Wait. But also, like, it's very poetic. 
I was poetic. I was reading like facts about lit. Mm-hmm. And I'm like just reading like facts on IMDb and everything. And uh Light Hope and Mara were in love, like Noel confirmed it. Like it's canon. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> <laughs> like in their backstory, Mara and Which explains why Life of Hope was like, yeah, I'll do this for you, Mara, all the time. Yeah. Oh my God, I love Noel. Wow. Like, wow. It's and also what, like what I think or, one of the reason why I love that show so much it's because it's a D and D campaign. Yeah. It's full on D and D, and like at one point they even fucking play D and D, but. It's a full-on D&D campaign where, like, every arc is about, like, getting a big bad and then you have the big bad at the end. Like, I'm like, this is great. Which I feel like, you know, and we were talking about this earlier. We were talking about D&D earlier. Yeah. Because um, we're both but, nerds. <laughs> yeah, we're both nerds. Um, but, like, like, I truly think that, like, other than, you know, the massive, like, critical role um, and dimension, like, Funny, yeah. yeah. Like outside of that, like this definitely helped the the sort of boom that D D has oh. had again. Well, where like, more people are like, let's get together and let's play. Mm-hmm. Like Adora, Glimmer, and Bo all fall into very specific classes from D D. Like yeah. Bo is the ranger, Glimmer is the sorcerer. I mean, Adoric could be everything, technically. <laughs> <laughs> technically, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it's. I love it. I'm also, like, sorry for anyone that was like, "What the fuck is D and D?" All I'm just gonna say is that D and D can be very gay. Um, it, I'm sorry, D and D is just gay. If you have queer people playing D and D, we're gonna flirt with every single ape. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, here, I just found it. Um, uh, Adora, so according to Noel, Adora is a fighter paladin, which makes sense. Oh my god. Glimmer oh is god. a sorcerer, and then Bo mm. is a bard ranger. Mm. I love that. Wow. No, that, that, that just gave me a whole new. But like, it's true. And like, you can tell, like, I mean, anyone who watches animated TV shows or like any sci-fi or high fantasy show and play D&D, they're all yeah. D&D games. So like the fact and like Noelle plays D&D, like we've seen her on Critical Role and like mm-hmm. so like it's interesting to see like how like it fits in that show. And fits so well. Yeah. I yeah, it's great. What do like I'm sad it's over and I want more. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm like, it ended really perfectly. I would love to see it like come back like in five years, like where are they now? But at the same time, like they don't mm. have much to do anymore because they really yeah. fully saved the world. Because Horde Prime is gone, you know. The they're also the universe not, yeah, saved. they're back they're they're back into the I mean, I guess it could be a traveling show now because they're back in the the full like um what's it called they're back in the universe like they're not in the pocket dimension anymore yeah so like that could be it, something but at the same time i'm like i i feel like i just want another noel show <laughs> mm. and I, honestly I, i think probably something something's on the way but let me see uh, if it has anything if they have anything announced uh Mm, they don't oh. oh I didn't know Noelle Ron, uh, wrote uh, Ron's Gone Wrong huh. yeah no they have nothing uh... I mean I know that Noelle's writing like comic books right now mm. so that may be that why Also, for heads up for anyone, Noel uses any any pronouns. Any pronouns, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
but I, I, I mean, I can't wait to see what Noelle does next. Um, no, no, I love Noelle. I think it's like the fact that how old what was she when? Uh, so she was in 2018. Like she was 26 when she started yeah. creating Hero. Like that's insane. Wow. I yeah. mean the talent. The talent. I mean, like, she gave us one of the best, like, hate, uh, like, friends, lover, hate friend, like, relationship ever. Yeah. Like, Katra and Shira and Adora are, like, insane. Like, their relationship. And the fact that it's not in the original. Like, in the original, Katra is her enemy. Mm. So Wait. it's very funny that, that Noel saw that and was like, hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Let me make his game. <laughs> I didn't know what live action. I am seeing the parallels now, though, because Noelle also wrote uh, for Marvel Comics. Yeah, um, she did. The Runaways. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Runaways is very gay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Runaways is very gay. So I'm just like, oh, I can see, I can see the the similarities there. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah. But also I I I wonder like going back to, you know, the the length of the show. Um honestly, I feel like 5 seasons was perfect. Mm-hmm. Um as much as as much as I miss it, um I'm glad that it ended at 5 seasons. Um cuz I don't know. I I don't know what they could have done with a sixth season um no they, they season... ended it at the perfect time yeah you know maybe maybe a movie well but like yeah i don't know about I'm, like i'm interesting because i'm interested to see like where shira goes as a whole because they have yeah. the live action uh series that's a development of amazon then netflix also has um their own like he men show which she's mm-hmm. not she's never mentioned but also like uh in princesses of power he men is never mentioned like they never even hint at his existence yeah so yeah it's insane I mean, when there's, I, there's like things it, that they could do yeah so. yeah I'm I'm really really curious to see like what's next because like it ended but I'm just like they could do more it's just do they want to like yeah the whole cast is doing other things and like and then Noel's probably doing things that we don't know about mm-hmm. and I think that that's what it comes down to is like I, I'm I feel like a lot of the cast like absolutely loved working on mm-hmm. the show so they would have no problem i mean back to do something, amy but, is like, the biggest time. katra adora shipper in the world <laughs> like exactly <laughs> my woman went on episode one of alexandria unlimited and decided to dress up as katra yeah like hello <laughs> so like i'm sure like they none of them have like issues of like wanting to do something it's just like the matter mm-hmm. of having the time, the time. especially amy because you know mm-hmm. booked and busy booked and um, busy good for her <laughs> <laughs> yeah i will watch everything that woman is in but also like, like let's talk about how like obviously it's gay right but mm-hmm. like beyond that like you have double trouble you know mm-hmm. um which is interesting because by trouble. jacob tobia yeah and a non-binary actor non-binary. You know? and it's interesting because double trouble like is non-binary yes but it's also a villain and yet yeah he never got mad at that fact like because mm-hmm. they were so well written and there was a reason why they were like this mm-hmm yeah. Which is like it's always it's just it's just nice to see you know having these characters be voiced by you know 
actual trans people, non-binary people, mm-hmm. you know. Because, I mean, like, there's obviously an issue in in animation and voice acting where you'll have, you know... White people playing people of color and, like... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it just, like, yeah. it creates this, like, this this disconnect. Um, and I also love how in Shira, like... Yeah, in Shira, not only, like, non-binary people were playing non-binary people and, like, trans people were playing trans people and, like, people of color were playing people of color. But also, like, Amy is not white and yet yeah. she was playing the whitest character in that show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which i hey i i i love that i I know i love that (laughs) and it's like also going back to like noelle who also is you know a very gay person um there's a lot of care um that comes from the show i don't know i have no issues with you know straight people like acting as gay characters you know yeah. but like the in in you know stories being told by straight people but like there's a level of care but also like went to Shira. you have to think like you shouldn't assume someone's squareness of course of course like it's unless the actor is explicitly saying i am mm-hmm. straight never yeah. assume, right so like that's why i never like say anything when like someone we assume is straight is now playing a queer character because you yeah. can't assume you don't know of course but like to this effect though like the amount of care that mm-hmm. like noel put into this you can you can tell um and there's like a level of authenticity here well like the whole writer's room in that room was women or non-binary people yeah and then you look at the main cast there's only one man in it mm-hmm and then I guess you could see Seahawk as a main cast towards the later seasons. Yeah. But at first he was not. So, like, it's interesting, like, looking at it now and, like, how different it was from everything else. Like, yes, Steven Universe was, like, queer. Yeah. But it wasn't, like, everything. Like, it wasn't, like, the whole thing wasn't, like, about being queer and everything. Mm-hmm. Like there's there's elements of Steven Universe that obviously have its issues, um, and I, I I don't think we'll really get into that here. But like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, but just in terms of like rep, there is rep in Steven Universe, but mm-hmm. not to not to this extent. I no. feel like, um, but I will say that. Steven Universe is also another show that kind of um, touches on like internal feelings of like you know guilt and processing your emotions and just like really helpful things for like little kids to see um, and be like wow uh, these things are normal to feel mm-hmm. um, and not something to like shy away from um, and I love that yeah and like even even on the the goofier side because i feel like she-ra and steven universe though they're animated shows for kids um i feel like they they still had like a more, much more serious tone mm-hmm. versus something like adventure time which mm-hmm. is like very very goofy but has that sprinkling of seriousness in it um which is why like adventure time will like forever be one of my all-time fave animated shows <laughs> because yeah. like even though um marceline and princess bubblegum were like were never like you know explicitly explicitly like you could see it and so mm-hmm. like how old was i i was still i want to say i was still in high school when adventure time was like first airing oh god my age. i mean it's wow. interesting because like <laughs> uh if you look at like and when um, Rebecca joined, like, the show of Adventure Time, who also, and then she went on to create uh, Sugar, uh, wow, Sugar, uh, Steven's Universe, that's mm-hmm. when, like, it became more queer Adventure Time. Yeah. Like, that's when, like, Marceline and Princess Bubblegum were introduced. It's because of her. Yeah. So, like, it's not surprising that then she went on to, like, do Steven's Universe. 
which was far more far more gay mm-hmm. uh, than Adventure Time. Because, like, of course, like, throughout Adventure Time, of course, you see Marceline and Pepto Pepto's, like, relationship be, like, you you give it like that side eye you know because mm-hmm. it had that it had that subtext but it was never explicit until like probably the last two yeah. seasons yeah um but like with that like the why I love that so much even though I love all of them but the why I love that is that um I don't know I think at the time that it was airing, I just needed something very <laughs> lighthearted. Bless you. I just needed something very <laughs> lighthearted. Yeah. Um, but also was still like, you know, it had, of course, you know, some some aspects of, you know, addressing, hey, the feelings that you're feeling are fine. But like, I knew that like that comical kind of effect to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so now I have much more appreciation for that now watching Shira um and even Steven Universe as like as an adult you know yeah uh, so it's just it's funny to see how how like these cartoons have evolved in that way where you know you have that representation and it's not like something that's you know quote-unquote forced or that mm-hmm. it's like that's the storyline is that this character is gay but more so is like this is just an aspect of this this character um but on the on the side they're battling <laughs> literal monsters you know um and i love that it's so funny i'm on like the wikipedia page of like queer characters in um animated tv shows and shira's section is so big <laughs> literally takes half of the page <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> like one or two characters, and then they have like their whole cast. Oh my god! And it's crazy. Like you look like uh, before, like twenty sixteen. It mostly is like foreign shows that have queer characters, and then yeah. you see a switch where like a lot of American shows start having it now. In twenty sixteen seventeen, yeah. And it's so funny that like a lot of these shows also. Uh, started popping up on Cartoon Network. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. It's it's interesting. Like, yeah, 2010s, and then like you look at the 2020s. There's a lot like of animated shows with a lot of LGBT sh- characters in it. Some of them I've never yeah, heard like, of. It's just like this, like great, like collection of animated series that I mean, a lot of people don't even know about yet, but like are finding out about. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, like right now, um, Owl House is the biggest one, I guess. Yeah, it's the main one we see on Twitter, but there's mm-hmm. a lot, like. Some of them are like, what the hell is this? <laughs> <laughs> You're just like, I've never heard of this shit before in my life. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean, but that's, I just I feel went, like that's a great thing. I know. I just went to the bottom, like 2022, and Legends of Vox Machina is there. Oh my God. <laughs> because half of the fucking cast is queer in that show, too. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know the uh, Proud Family w- was going to have queer characters. Yep. Oh. Voiced by Zachary Quino and Pilly Porter. Interesting. Interesting. I don't know. It's it's just great to see, you know, like outside of like representation, like actual like regular non-animated stuff. I don't know. Something hits more with seeing representation in animated series. Right, because like there's this such a like a big issue mm-hmm. for like especially like, like oh I don't want my kids seeing yeah this gay especially shit. like animated shows that are aimed towards kids because yeah. like you look at something like Castlevania mm-hmm. there are a lot of queer characters in that show but it is not yeah. a kids show 
Oh, not at all. Please don't. No, don't make your kid watch it. <laughs> don't, Please don't, don't. Don't ever make no, your no, child no, no, watch no. it. <laughs> but like when you look at shows that are aimed towards children, yeah, then you're like, oh, you're not excluding them. Like animated shows is what we watched the most as kids. Mm-hmm. And I never saw myself in them. So like yeah. it's really interesting, like now, like I'm like, I see like my nephews and nieces, and I'm like, you are being exposed to everything, which is great. Yeah. Um, and it's it's so funny because like, you know, there there's so much out there. Mm-hmm. And and it's it's giving a lot of this generation um you know more things to be exposed to um in a, in a really like positive way because um, <laughs> I'm like I'm like going back I'm like thinking about the things I was watching at that at that age um I was definitely sneaking adult swim content oh 100% <laughs> and we haven't even talked about like Poison Ivy and Harley and the new adult oh swim God. like Harley yes. Quinn show like it's like yeah there's just so much now um to like to so like to go back to like you reading that list and like seeing things that you're just like I don't know what the fuck this is I, I know really I think it's brilliant because like there's a child know. out there watching it being like oh this is my favorite fucking show in the world mm-hmm. and they're telling their friends about it yep and I love that you know I'm slightly jealous because I didn't get to do that shit <laughs> I'm happy for them I'm happy for them you know yeah I'm it's in, like looking at it now I'm like god these kids have it so good right like they have several they have several shows it's not like you know one two three no yeah. they have several no. shows they have several and I'm sure like there's more that's coming down the line 100% 100% yeah yeah damn they they've got it good oh i forgot about um Mm. uh, q force i I haven't watched it yet have you no it's on my list on netflix yeah it's in my queue but my my queue netflix is fucking insanity so like (laughs) (laughs) but i hear great things about it i hear that it's actually really fun even though it's not a aimed at children but like it's still oh, an I, yeah I don't yeah. I don't think it's definitely yeah. not but reading, yeah. reading the wiki page yeah it says uh, American adult animated comedy series okay but still I mean I, I think that you know and I love that seeing. like we're getting so many more animated shows aimed for adults yeah like, like animated outside, like fucking South Park you know yes like <laughs> Invincible Mm-hmm. And then you have like Legends of Vox Machina that's coming out that's aimed for yeah. adults. Then you have like Q Force that's for adults. Like I love that because like I love watching animated shows, but like sometimes like they're too much for children, and I'm not having yeah. fun with them. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like you know we're we're at a time like where there's like a big demand uh, mm-hmm. for more animated shows like in general like yeah in general um whether it's geared towards children or or specifically adult mm-hmm. but there's like just i i see so much now i see so much because mm-hmm. i mean you think of like the the the, the big ones that came out and then you think of everything that came after that either you know had like moderate success or like kind of like flopped because you know you've got American Dad you've got Family Guy um uh I I can't even think of much else but like you had like those were like the biggest ones and of course South Park yeah forever and The Simpsons um which is like they're good, but like they're very first, very specific audience. They're not for queer yeah. people. Like queer people don't oh, really sure. like. But then, like you have shows now more and more that are like, oh, okay, 
well let's include mm-hmm. everyone in our audience which is yeah. great or even like shows like invincible um oh, so it's it's which is amazing by the way if you haven't watched invincible <sighs> uh you need to i was traumatized <laughs> for a week by the end of the oh, ep- last episode but it's fine hold your goddamn wife a pet like i uh. Oh, I mean, God, that's not even the most traumatizing thing in that episode. Like, that yeah. train sequence fucking had me on the floor. Oh, oh my God. Trauma. Trauma. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, 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 you should be warned now that if you have not watched Invincible and you want to watch Invincible, uh, uh, does this count as spoilers? But I, I'm going to say it anyways. If you have father issues uh <laughs> i i would say i would say be prepared to have yeah. even more father issues um and also when the when the credits start rolling keep watching yeah because it's very much so like a marvel film and that you need to make sure you're still watching um, mm-hmm. before you miss something important mm-hmm. um every single time <laughs> I th- that's where my trauma came from is when the credits started rolling I had been told for the first episode mm. like someone had watched it before me and they were like don't close it and I was like okay and then I was like Holy- <laughs> imagine if you closed it and did not know and went to do episode 2 right away <laughs> <laughs> Oh, like would nothing would have made sense nothing you'd be like well wait what what happened like i know (sighs) yeah it's it's interesting like looking now like at animated shows and i'm just like god there's such a like vast variety now it's Mm -hmm. not like just like pokemon it's not just like uh simpsons it's like there's so many for everything you want high fantasy watch this you want like dark shows watch this you want superhero shows watch this like there's so many yeah and, yeah. I, and I love that. I absolutely love that. Mm-hmm. I, I want there to be options for everyone um, to show that, like, like of course, there's animated shows for children, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, there's, like, a wide variety where everyone can enjoy Can have, something. like, find something that they like in it. Mm-hmm. It's so... Like, cool. I know people that, like, did not, like, they weren't really into animated stuff, but they watched invincible or they watch shira and they're like mm-hmm. oh i fucking love this yeah yeah it's like i i what i like about animation is that you can find anything like you can always find at least one show you'll like mm-hmm. right because like just look at something like gravity falls not my type of show usually but i fucking love that show oh my god <laughs> gone too soon gone too soon gone too soon <sighs> and, and that's that's the wild part is that you know we we get these shows and we connect with them for whatever reason whether they're just like very goofy or you know they hit on a personal level but like we find these shows and we stick with them even mm-hmm. when they get cut short. <laughs> yeah. I didn't and like what I love about I love when animated shows also like choose um not actual voice actors, but actors that like know how to voice act. <laughs> oh god yeah like that's my (laughs) biggest pet peeve right now is like there's some actors that are great film actor but they Mm -hmm. cannot do voice acting voice acting is a different genre in its own there's some that can do both like look at steven young he can do both yeah sandra oh sandra oh can do both (laughs) jk simmons can do both like but there's some actors chris pratt um who cannot (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> not to say any names not to say any oh names. no i'll say it. i'm fine i don't yeah. mind yeah no um there's some people who cannot and like yeah i that's my biggest pet peeve when i watch something and i'm like you are not a good voice actor mm-hmm. you should and it sucks acting. because like you you get you want to be immersed when you're watching and you mm-hmm. can't because like you just you you're not connecting the character with the voice yeah yeah i'm just like please 
please. We don't need a boy. I think that's that's one of the other great things is that sometimes you don't need like this like high profile name to you know no. voice a character. No. Like you just need someone that knows what the fuck they're doing. Mm-hmm. I mean, the best animated shows. I didn't know who they were until I went to look, and I'm like, oh my god, you've been in so much. Yeah. Like, why are the Marvel shows good? It's because look at who, like, before they became, like, MCU shows. Yeah. Like, the reason or why is because they're animated actors. Like, they're actors who just do voice acting. Mm -hmm. Look at, like, why the best video games. The best video games you play are the ones that are played by voice actors. Yeah. Like, there's a reason why The Last of Us is so good. Mm-hmm. It's because the voice acting is impeccable. Uncharted. Like, but hey, sometimes you want to sell tickets and you want a Chris Pratt. <laughs> Listen, b- besides him being uh, a terrible person, yep. uh, I, I, I don't see him doing a good job of of voice acting that man made one good voice acting and then all of a sudden everyone was like let's give him everything but then the lego movie he was just doing himself like his own voice like he wasn't voice acting but then you have like someone like stephanie beatrice Mm -hmm. who already on screen is changing her voice yeah um like with rosa and then you put her in animated, and then you're like, holy crap. Like she's a ha- different person. She has a completely like she's able to do voices, and that's what you mm. need. Like, I shouldn't watch something and be like, oh, I know who this is. Yeah. I never know when it's Laura Bailey. I never know when it's Travis. Like, I don't know when, like Stephanie, like what I watched the Encanto um trailer. Yeah. And then someone was like, That's Stephanie Beatrice. I'm like, you're lying. And I'm like, no, that's Stephanie. <laughs> I'm like, you're lying. And then I was like, no, it's her. Like, it's that's good voice acting because yeah. I'm not distracted by this. Or even like someone like Sandra O. Oh. Like, I mm-hmm. know it's Sandra O. Oh, but like, even still, then I'm still immersed in that character because she well, because she brings her way. Yeah, she yeah. Br- she brings different timbers in her voice. So just like I, I need people to like understand. Mm-hmm. And there's so that- many good voice actors out there. Yeah, there's so many, and yet, you know, they need a high-profile name. And, like, look, I love Anya Taylor-Joy. Do I think she's going to be a good voice actor? No, because she acts with her face, not her voice. Mm -hmm. Which isn't isn't a bad thing. No, but it's not good for animated. Yeah, I was going to say, when it comes to, like, something animated, it's just like, uh, (laughs) it does not make me feel good. Nope. Yeah. It's, I'm I'm curious to see like what Nick's queer like. I still have to finish the Isle House. I think I'm mm. still in season one. I never finished it, but I'm interested yeah. to see like where because I don't even know how far I am. Like I just stopped at one point. I started watching other things, but like I don't even think the queer relationship was even introduced at that point. No. So when everyone was like, "It's queer," I was like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah no it, it builds up to it so definitely i i say definitely keep watching i know it's everyone on my twitter is talking about it all the time so i'm like okay like i need to watch this i just don't have time right now i you, you get much. to it eventually i know you, you get to it eventually <laughs> yeah but i think i think you know Whatever whatever comes next, um, whether it's geared towards kids or just like in general, um, I'm excited for any animated series that like looks good mm-hmm. um, and has like a really solid cast. Because mm-hmm. um, I feel like if if you know like certain voice actors you know after like hearing them a few times mm-hmm. and you see them on something else you're like oh this is gonna be great mm-hmm. uh <laughs> like 
when I see like Laura Bailey, I'm just like, oh, this is <laughs> I, look, I see Laura's name in the credits. I'm like, I'm fine. I don't even yeah. care if it's the shittest show ever because she's gonna kill it every time. But like, look, I just thought about it. We haven't talked about Arcane because you haven't watched it yet. But like, Haley yeah. Steinfeld is great mm-hmm. at voice acting, and you wouldn't think oh, of wow. it. But she is amazing. Like she's voice acted a couple things, and like she's good at it. Yeah, I I, I remember seeing like she's an arcane, and yeah, she, she's she was voice acting. Um, uh, she's voice. She was in uh, Spider Verse. Like, yeah, like she's really good at it. And you wouldn't think it, but yet she does a great job at it. Mm-hmm. but yeah no it's it's always interesting to me when someone's like oh i don't know any voice actor i'm like you just don't know their names you've heard yeah. their voices but you just don't know <laughs> like that it's them mm-hmm. like especially i feel like especially in video games like oh video you, games 100 if you've played at least five major video games yep. then any yep. probably you've experienced all of them like the major ones you've oh 100 like yeah 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 yeah. like especially like right now where video games are like banking on these voice actors like mm-hmm. and like they now make it look like them like the new co- yeah. uh, like a uh, uh, call of Mo-cap. duty like the yeah. new call of duty it looks like laura when i saw the first mm-hmm. picture i was like wait this is the first time we're actually seeing like laura in the video game like <laughs> yeah yeah it's uh i'm i'm interested to see like i i love when like a new tv show comes out like an animation show and everyone's like watch it and i'm like oh okay and then i do and i'm like this is fucking great and then i look at the cast i'm like i know every single one of them <laughs> <laughs> literally that's always how it happens it's like you're just like you're not even like paying attention to like you know and i feel because also like we know a lot of them not only because of animated shows but because we watch D &D shows yeah they're all like they they all know each other so like that Uh also helps a lot for us but like (laughs) we can't help it at this point we can't help it no it's a problem it's an addiction yeah we, we we definitely have a problem but it's it's fun it's fun but at least we know (laughs) i think that saying that we have a problem uh is a great segue into what we'll be talking about wow i was like (laughs) going I was like, I, where are I'm you going? Funny. I'm really funny. <laughs> um, but no. Um next week we'll be talking about two. Yeah. Two, that's right, two movies, uh, The Intervention and Duck Butter. Um two very goofy movies um very unrelated to each other but i feel like they're two improv movie yeah Yeah. so we're gonna have fun with those yeah and then you can find us on our patreon and then on our twitter but is a gay pod and on our personal twitters where we cry about gay shit every day yes 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 Um, And then we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.